0: Louis Erickson has agreed to a six year deal with Vancouver Canucks.
1: The from the London Knights, Hello, sports fans. I'm Aaron Warner. With me, as always, is my co-host, Stefan Heck. And today we have a special guest, Uh trickster, means TV contributor, and... Uh, Overall, good guy, Chris James. What's up, everybody? Hey, Chris. Um, hey,
0: oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Hey, to me <laughs> and everybody as well. At the same time, I guess. I guess I sort of thought I was getting my own introduction there, and then it just sort of got lumped in with everybody at the end. Um, but that's cool. <laughs> everybody. I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm, no. You just said hello to you and hello to everybody. I was hoping that. Oh. I'll well, I was I was saying hi to like you and Stefan. Oh, well, that's... Yeah. And the listeners also. That's worse. And I guess that's the listeners worse. also, that's but like... Worse. I don't want to be uh, lumped in with Stefan at all <laughs> on anything. Um, But I'm excited to learn that that's what your name well, is, because I didn't know that that was what your name is, Aaron.
1: So that's exciting yeah. for me, yeah. <laughs> like the Aaron bit, or... The
0: da- the last the last name. I oh,
1: guess. yeah, I mean, I, I'm not like super out there with it, but also like, I figure doing a sports show, you kind of have to say your whole name. Yeah. And I don't want to like think of a stage name, so... It could have gone me, with all right. I
0: would I would I'm just spitballing here.
1: Aaron Sports would have been that, oh, well, that would be really good, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You could still change it, I think. But, yeah, yeah, we'll just have to go back and edit the old episodes, but <laughs> Yeah. But you could just so
2: right now you could just say sports. Like here, we'll give you like a few seconds, and okay. then you say sports, and then Dan can go in and plug that mm-hmm. in. So, all okay, right. Here, go, all go right. ahead.
1: Uh, hello, everybody. oh No, I fucked up the intro notes Hello, no, just, sports just say, fans. I, I, just say sports. So just say, say sports? the word sports,
2: and then Dan can clip that into
0: okay. every
1: previous. Yeah. So okay, here we go. Sports. That's that, that and that's going to probably be helpful in yeah. general. Just yeah, to have yeah, that yeah, clip. yeah. You just to put that on the soundboard. A cool thing <laughs> yeah. about my full name, though, is um a a young adult author like wrote um a, a a novel series, and the name like the name character, the main character, is named Aaron Warner. Um, okay and it's called the shatter me series and it, i've talked about this on like the WFYM show but he uh early life aaron warner was born to leela warner and paris anderson his father abused him from a very young age whipping him every year on his birthday's gifts aside from the whippings his what? father never allowed him to have birthday presents from anyone what
0: uh, not and yeah. that, that, that's not that's not a good present at all no.
1: No, <laughs> hey, so his dad thought that giving him gifts would make him uh, weak and dependent on others. His first and only no. actual yeah. gifts yeah. is from maybe. his mother. Yeah, uh, a green ring that he now always wears on his pinky. Uh, so, so this yeah. is, uh, maybe he
2: was right about the gift thing. Now that I think about it, um, take that
1: haters. Now, yeah. now this this so this book series it sounds really dumb. <laughs> Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I haven't read it. I've just read the Wikipedia after googling my own name to see, like, you know, how Googleable I was. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, yeah. Uh, that, well, there's, there's something I want to talk to talk about before the Vancouver Canucks because we do often talk about our cats on this show. Yes, uh, and Chris
2: also has a cat and nice. a, and a
1: dog now too. Yeah, yeah I've
0: got the old cat dog combo. It's a pretty classic yeah. combo. Are
2: they getting along? Well, they are getting, yeah. Because I, I saw some pictures on, on Instagram where they're sitting pretty close to each other. Yeah, they're, other, they're, they're they getting fine. they're getting
0: along like uh, my cat, obviously, the, the dog is quite big. It's an Aussie doodle. It's like 50 pounds. It's like oh, a big nice. dog. Yeah. So my cat is intimidated when the dog has it in a, cor- like has Squeaky in a corner. You know, right. like that's obviously intimidating this giant thing. But when they're out in yeah. the open and they're like they've they've gotten to you know, they're sniffing each other, they're okay, they sit by each other, so that's nice. I was I was really worried about it. So yeah,
1: it's nice. That's good. That's so very good. Last week I was petting my, my kitty cat, Francis, and I noticed it felt like a big scab on her belly and I like lifted her up and looked at it and it looked like a almost dime-sized like wound there and it was close to where she'd had a, a hernia from when she was uh, spayed before I got her. So I decided to take her into like the animal hospital in the evening and you know, sat there for an hour and a half and paid $250 and they like glued it up and gave her an antibiotic shot and gave her one of those little shirts to wear so she can't, like, get at it. And twice when I went to school last week, she had, like, wiggled her way out of it by the time I got home. And so I thought I figured it out by putting, like, a little collar over top of the turtleneck part of the shirt. And she was fine for a couple days. And then I was in Vancouver, obviously, last week and going to the game with the both of you. Yep. And... I look on my little cat security camera and I notice that she's out of it. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like, hopefully she doesn't like fuck with it too much. I get home and I'm looking for the shirt, like, to put it back on her. She left it in our dirty laundry bin. No, like she placed what? it in there. Wow. And it was also like completely caked in shit. Like, oh. <laughs> I noticed no. that like she like sometimes we get like her back foot out of the like foot hole, and there's like a, a butt flap so they can go to the bathroom. And it was fine for like the four days before we left. But yeah, she like somehow got it off and then put it in the laundry bin. And there was like, there's only like a little bit of poop on the side of the laundry bin. And then on the like shirt, which I just threw away. uh, So like if I was 10% more stupid, I would say it was like an act of the supernatural. Now, no came in and w- put it there. What it, What is yeah. the explanation that you?
0: Because that's, I guess I'm call me ten percent stupid because I think this is an act <laughs> of supernatural ghost. This is a hundred percent a ghost. It does
2: sort of seem that
0: way. Yeah. Like what? What's no, the? What, what's the? Not a ghost, but like, or your cat is like super intelligent. Like it's like possibly an alien or has some sort of is like from a different planet. Is not actually a cat. <laughs> something
1: like that. You know, there's something. Yeah. She, there, she's um definitely the most cunning of all of our cats. And she seems she's like the one, you know, how the cattle like notice like weird stuff that isn't actually there. Mm-hmm. She's the one that does that the most. So maybe she's communicating okay. with somebody. Yeah. And actually the first time that she wiggled out of it, she left it in my underwear drawer that I kind of left a jar, which was like another weird putting it where like human clothes go. So I think she might just be smart enough where she figured out that. That's where uh, clothes go is in the laundry or in a drawer. That's, possibly, that's impressive. Possibly a very, yeah,
0: very smart cat or possibly a very dumb alien who's got it all mixed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. One, one of the two. two. Yeah, so. A
1: dumb alien that doesn't know how to shit. Doesn't yeah.
0: even know how to shit. Like, dude, just <laughs> let it fall out your ass. It's pretty easy. It's Ready pretty simple, straightforward straight
2: stuff. Yeah. Um. So, Chris, you, you came to the, the game with us. On, I did on yeah, uh, Saturday, did. and Aaron, you you came to Vancouver for the game. Yes. Um. Now, when we got uh, the tickets, we we got them what, like a month and a half ago. Two January first. Okay. Yeah. So, not that long ago, I guess. No. But Uh, three weeks so ago. So caught in a, li- caught in pl- a lie. We planned wow. to go for so a little so
0: bit. So about seven minutes in, Stefan's been caught in his first lie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. But we didn't know. I think our assumption was like, oh, this will be like a fun game to go to, mm-hmm. um, because it's the Oilers, it's Connor McDavid, and he was very fun to watch. Oh yeah, obviously. yeah. that
0: was a treat. That was truly a treat. I, like when we were walking away, just saying, like watching, you know, a player oh. at that level, play, like at his prime, you know, it's really, Unreal. really fun to watch yeah. live. That he's, first goal, he's incredible.
2: Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. He was so, so, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously it turned into like the Bruce Boudreaux game, which we mm-hmm. didn't know about going in. We we um,
1: suspected that it could be crazy if it was at the end of the road trip and they'd lost like almost every game, which, which I think is what over happened. that 12 game stretch, they went too intense. So it's effectively what yeah. happened, but I was expecting like a different type of fireworks. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone could reasonably expect uh connects management to, to bungle that situation as, as badly as they did. Um, because so I was expecting like sell the team chance and booing and jerseys on the ice. I wasn't yeah. expecting like heartwarming support from an entire crowd mm-hmm. and yeah. like the and Bruce, coach like, crying, crying on, on the, the bench. bench. Oh. Yeah,
0: and I and then, yeah, I mean it was really yeah, it was it quite, felt very somber. In there. Yeah. Definitely. And also
2: it was like seventy thirty Oilers oh, fans. Oh, it was
1: overwhelming. Our section was our section was like
2: literally entirely yeah.
1: Oilers fans. It was There's so fun. Uh friend of the show Crazy P came oh by and he was uh he was banging on his little drum trying to get a Go Canucks go chant going. you guys know Crazy yeah. P on the show? no <laughs> oh okay 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 i just yeah. i wasn't sure anyways well, maybe yeah. canucks fans
0: know and but maybe like, yeah. and, uh, or bc lions fans as well because he's i think yeah, i, I did, didn't even did know. he start out as a I Lions think so. super fan i believe he started yeah. out at the bc lions games the cfl that team.
2: fits better in in football to me the concept of like the super fan who pumps the crowd yeah. up like it's still very corny obviously but i think it works better in football like you see it in the nfl all the time there's that who's the jets fan fireman ed or whatever mm-hmm. um we, at the canucks games it's just like it's so, I mean, first of all, there's like nothing to cheer for, but like, it's just like so
0: forced. Yeah, you do feel and for like, anyone who's like, that's, that's one thing that I definitely felt a lot too was, you know, anyone doing any hype stuff whether it's oh god I mean that's shitty as it is like being a DJ (laughs) at NHL arena or like being a hype person you know but oh doing it at the in this stage of the Canucks it it must be so hard to be all right Canucks fans at one point he said he's like we're only down by two like yeah (laughs) that was literally what the hype guy yelled out we're only down by two
2: yeah that was so depressing and I mean I feel bad for like the the people running like the social media and stuff always, too. yeah. Oh always goodness. when
0: you're supporting a team that's like I support Manchester United in in uh, you know, European football and when yeah. they, they have been, they've done so poorly, and the fans in that are just, they're just, we talked about it. You know, they, they chanted yeah. at the president that they wanted to go. They chanted, he would come to the games and they would all chant, Ed Woodward's going to die. Ed Woodward's going to die. How we'll kill <laughs> him? I don't know, but Ed Woodward's going to die. And then they like went to his house and stuff. So, I mean, they're ruthless. And I always feel for the social media people. Like
1: they're just some normal people who love the team as well, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, well, yeah. That, I mean, that's a not... pretty decent segue into something that happened. To us, as we were walking into the game, where yes. some enterprising young Canucks fans were trying to do a similar thing. So we're about to walk into the the arena, and these guys stop us at the lights and they're like, "Hey, are you happy with the current direction of the Vancouver Canucks?" Yeah, and like, I mean, did. One of them have though. a bag
2: on his head too. I think I, or uh I, I remember seeing both their faces, but yeah, maybe I someone had a maybe a bag to put on later or something. Anywho, but it was like, very. It, it very much felt like. Like a drug deal or something or some yeah, sort of like, that was like a re- we're revolution. Like yeah, it was kind a revolution.
0: It felt very revolutionary. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, do you guys like you know the type of thing? Like, are you guys happy with the French government? Yeah. you know. Like, and then <laughs> I, I showed <laughs> them
2: the back of my jersey because I had rebuild on the back of my jersey, and also uh, listened to uh, at hate this team pod. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll pick up some new listeners that way. I know no, you won't. actually at you the, won't. it was
0: illegible. The other part was legible, <laughs> but that part I you, you just told me now, so now I know. But I was standing right beside <laughs> you the entire game. I had no idea that it said that. So you will pick up zero well, listeners. At the
1: well,
2: at at Steamworks, we went to get point. a beer there before yeah. going for dinner, and we and there was a table of Oilers fans right next to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we left, I, I kind of leaned over to them and was like, I hope you guys destroy us tonight. And they kind of laughed at, about it. And then there was like an older guy sitting with them. Uh, and and he was like, oh, are you like the owner of that podcast? What was it called? <laughs> yeah. On the back of your jersey. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe he's listening. So thank you, if so. And thank you guys for winning also. And yeah, I'm sure the he wrote owner. it
1: down and added it to his RRS feed. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not the <laughs> owner. He's not the owner, by the way. No, I'm not the owner. Right? Mm-hmm. I
2: would say Aaron is the
1: owner. Co-owner. De- well, I yeah. would
2: say Aaron. Like,
1: I've just only
0: been on briefly and I would say... It's got to be Aaron. I mean, he's he's in charge, definitely, (laughs) for sure.
1: Thank you, (laughs) Stefan is my employee. No, uh, ironically, the idea to start the podcast was Stefan. So, like, yeah, I'm the ideas guy. You know, maybe this will come up in court later. But these these guys, they come up and they're asked if if you like, do you hate the team too? Basically, yeah, it's the name of our show, and they're like, okay, and they hand us uh, these like little baggies Mm -hmm. with balloons in them. Yeah, And a little like <laughs>
2: note card inside with instructions. Kind of. mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah, on like how to blow up the balloon. But the, the 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 balloon said tank and rebuild. Yeah, and then here's where they fucked up. And if you're listening, uh, you use this for next time.
2: We we love we we love what you guys we do. love, we the, love idea. the idea yeah, great the idea awesome. great initiative.
1: They said they spent four hundred dollars on it, so they hoped it worked. And don't, which, don't, balloons it, are very—they don't tell they're people that. Don't balloons. tell people how much you spent on it. That's kind of—that's <laughs> if you are listening. Like we appreciate
0: that, but that's kind of you. Just keep that under the vest, you know. <laughs> sort of, yeah, but,
2: I do uh, think the the balloons were very good quality. The, My suggestion would be to have sell the team on one side too, because I think Ooh, that's more really of. Good. Uh, uh, cutting thing to say but Aaron go ahead but they you had your suggestion the, the
1: instruction was like start blowing like throw them down at five minutes left in the first period and yes. then it said like start blowing them up 20 seconds before so I guess so like security doesn't swarm all these people with like balloons or whatever Yeah, and I was like okay like it probably should be the third period or like five minutes left in the game or something. I think maybe it was in case they weren't, in case like the Canucks were winning, they wanted to like get it out of the way early. But my point point was that that, that
0: it doesn't matter if you're winning or not. Like it makes arguably a a stronger message if you're not doing that when even when they're winning. Like we don't care. We know that maybe, you know, anything is just... For
2: the, Th- third period would have made more sense because, I mean, chances are they would be losing. I guess the worry was that maybe you're sort of taking away from, like, the Bruce stuff, potentially. And yeah. I think that was sort of the general yeah. vibe in the show was it was way more – I mean, it, it was somber, but it was more, like, cheering for Bruce than, like, booing the team necessarily. Yeah.
1: Um. Though apparently so you could see tough. some balloons on TV – at the end yes. of the game we blew up like 3 and knocked them down there. Uh, none, yeah. none none got on the ice. Um there's pictures of them going around on social yeah. media, so I guess that is something. That's something. Uh, but it like I at the very least I like to see a grassroots organization. It was very leftist mm-hmm. of them. It was super so, leftist, yeah, but 100% very leftist. And I'm not I
0: yeah.
1: You guys, you're saying that? <laughs> no, uh, we're a leftist Canucks podcast. Chris. Yeah, we're leftist. <laughs> okay, I'm, uh, I'm patreon. dot com slash I hate this team to be an ally. Yeah. Uh, when we get to five hundred dollars, we're gonna get a a cameo from John Taffer telling Aquilina to sell the team. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's our
2: that's our big goal right now. Uh,
1: the so we'll, we'll, if you're not familiar with Cameo, Cameo. dot com,
2: you can buy video messages from people celebrities. People are people are
0: from fucking familiar with Cameo. Well, but just, yeah. in, just in case. who do you, you think know? you're talking um, to? <laughs>
2: I'm talking to the old guy at the, Oh uh, yeah.
0: That guy (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. (laughs) John
1: Taffer's the host of bar rescue. Oh, he knows. No, the gold guy
0: knows bar rescue. Yeah. yeah. I I think he knows bar Bar rescue. Rescue. Yeah.
2: But the idea is to get John Taffer to basically tell Aquilini to like shut it down and sell the
0: team. Oh yeah. Um, That will, that will honestly be very powerful. Towards like possibly, I think it might actually make
2: him sell the team. I like you have to listen to John Taffer, right? Mm-hmm. When he's like yelling at you, it's terrible. I looked
0: up Francesco Aquilini because I was looking. I do prank phone calls on my channel, and I was looking up to see if I could get his phone number, you know, to call him or whatever. Yeah, and then and I was reading these news articles. There's a lot of there's well, a lot of really yeah. troubling yeah. stuff surrounding this it's, guy. This guy is a this guy's a real bad guy. It seems like possibly
2: he's, he's a bit of a character. Well, I don't yeah, think character some, some is the way to.
0: Care- Characterized
2: well bad character. Bad maybe. character. Yeah. 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 Villain. I think, Villain. Yeah. Villain. The, the goal after uh the John Taffer cameo. I mean, I think we are getting to the point where a billboard kind of has to happen. I don't know when it's gonna happen. Um, but like a sell the team billboard or, or something about
0: Aquilini. That's cool. Um, um I can help put you in contact. There was this guy that I had on one of my shows, uh, one of my fake interview shows, where he he actually put up a billboard, I love JK Rowling. In Vancouver. Oh my God. That guy uh, was, billboard yeah, Chris, I saw that uh,
2: billboard. It was like pretty close to my old yeah, place. Yeah, billboard Chris. I, saw him I had rap. him
0: on and then I, um, I made him listen to like a three and a half minute rap about JK Rowling and like the Hufflepuffs <laughs> and stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, he knows about billboard stuff, you know, so I still have it. Okay. Contact, yeah. That, that would be
2: nice. Well, I think the nice thing about the billboard, um, is that obviously ideally you want to have it in like a great location, but those are going to be more expensive. So like, you don't have to have it in a wonderful location because all you need is people to take a couple pictures of it mm-hmm. and post those on social media, and then those will go viral, ideally. Yeah, you, know you need those I mean? viral mm-hmm.
0: posts. But yeah. yeah, we
2: just need the pictures of it, you know? Um, but, yeah. I mean, the balloon stuff, I think I think it is it is very nice to see that, that the general like tenor of the fan base right now, um, yeah. that that is happening. Obviously, the balloon thing didn't work out, unfortunately, but I think it's a great idea, and I think... You need more stuff like that. Because as fans, like it well, first of all, as fans, what you can do is stop going to games. And so we were going to this game because Aaron, you were coming out yeah, to the, it's to for make the show for it. It's for the show. It's for content. I am not going to any more games. Uh I, I'm going to say this year, in case they get Connor Bedard, in which case, I'll be a bit of a hypocrite and go watch Connor Bedard play in <laughs> of person. Of course. That's uh, ridiculous. But that's not happening, yeah. obviously. Um, but I mean, th- this year, there's there's no fucking way I'm going to
0: any more games. Like, why would you? It's, it's miserable. I won't go to any more I, games either. As someone who hasn't gone to a game in a long time anyways, I will also commit to that. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. as yeah, someone
1: that lives in Calgary... <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah. So this is a lot of solidarity happening here. That's very cool to see. (laughs) I, I will say, as someone as someone who hasn't been to a game in a while, I think maybe maybe it's been a year and a half. Maybe I went to a game shortly after we went to a game, Stefan. Maybe the year after that, Mm -hmm. um, when we went to the Montreal game. But I will say that it was like it was wild to me. To, to go into uh, that arena and just feel how different it was and how little people care and like how little excitement there is and just how fucking sad of an atmosphere it is in there now. It was fucking
1: brutal it's, compared. Like, it's so, I hadn't, I hadn't sad. been there since a. Uh, game two of the Stanley cup finals in 2011. Okay. So and, was it, yeah, a a was it like off. a different atmosphere? Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> way different atmosphere. But it's like Cause like my girlfriend came as well. Right. And she's yes. only been to games at the saddle dome mm-hmm. and it's a, it's definitely a different atmosphere, but I was, I guess comparing the atmosphere of the saddle dome to like the Stanley cup finals. And I also went like in round two and I went to a regular season game in like 2002, but, uh, Hmm. It is like a way nicer place to watch a game. Like the ice looks better. The like seating place. Pre-game, pre-game, pre-game show was great. Pre-game, pre-game show lit.
2: That was pre-game cool. Pre-game show is
1: really,
0: really good. Yeah. We were joking around that like the worse the team gets, the more like
1: stuff they add. Like, as yeah, from, the
2: more extravagant the opening, the opening becomes. becomes
1: yeah. yeah. But that game was, it was so somber. Like. Back to what we were talking about before with with Crazy P, who for like the out of uh, market listeners that we have, he's a fucking crazy coked up old guy well. who bangs a drum and tries to get the team going. Go Canucks, go! <laughs> Sorry, that, like, that's not actionable. That's just conjecture. That's just conjecture. Um, that's just
0: yeah. We we think possibly he's definitely old. That's for certain because he like yeah, he's but, like guy. he's been he yeah. was with the Beast. like he's been doing this for twenty five years for sure. But, I remember uh, seeing
2: him at Lions games back when my dad and I had season tickets. Yeah. And like, I think as a, as like a, you know, obviously, you know, so much of uh, a big sporting event, at least like the Canucks games. It's like, I think that the Canucks had to basically pivot to be like, oh, it's like a fun night out for the family or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, yeah. you know, no one is going, no one wants to go see the games anymore. Like but it's, they he, had to do he something.
1: was, he was doing uh the bang, the drum, like go Canucks go thing. Yeah. And I I would have felt bad if if that was happening. I didn't try to do a sell the team. So the first time he did it, we did sell the team, and like the four of us chanted it. And I think all the Euler fans around us were chanting too. Yes. It's it's, it's, kinda it's kind of hard to tell because like when you're screaming something and there's like a couple people around you screaming it, it was like obviously wasn't the whole arena, but it sounded like there's a a our section was at the very least on that first one. Yeah, then,
2: I mean we we definitely were
1: like the other strange it. thing that I noticed that I hadn't seen at a hockey game before is well one the Oilers chants were way louder, the Let's Go Oilers. Oh, and yeah. then the Canucks fans weren't even trying to like battle back. They were just booing. And like I was booing because of the product on the ice. Yeah. But, the Canucks
2: fans were booing because yeah, they, they, it like, was hard to
0: really discern. But I think you're right at times, like yeah, when there would be like a "Let's go uh, Oilers" or whatever, then they would boo. That would be their response, not like a try, try to get a "Go Canucks, go" to drown it out.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: because that was not there's no which like to that going happening. to games in
1: in Calgary, especially when Vancouver was like good. Danny, but like I went to games of, like 2012 and 2013 here, where it would be like fighting back and forth. It would be like yeah. go, Canucks, go, and then the flames would jam out with the flames go and then the Canucks would start up again. And it was like a big back and forth. That didn't happen at all. Yeah, it was well,
0: I no. think it was because it was no. mostly
1: Oilers fans,
0: yeah, as we've I said. Like, yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> that
2: there was I don't know that there was a single like audible
0: no, nah, there was a couple Chan. at the end when it when there, it, there, there was a, was a couple, few in the third yeah. when when they got it to 3-2. Oh, I guess when it got, when close, it got close after 3-2. When they got down by yeah, one. There yeah, there definitely were, was some was but I I also like I feel like they pipe they pipe in sometimes, you know, like
1: they yeah, pipe I, the,
0: I know I know sports teams do definitely,
2: that. You know? like yeah. the, the loudest that, cheer so. of
1: the night was when Bruce challenged yeah. the what would have been yes. fourth Oilers goal and it got called goaltender interferes. it was a the real, real off. soft call and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there was just thunderous Bruce, yeah, there, it is, Bruce there it is
0: that was the big one like Bruce got to make his mark on the game that's what everyone was waiting yeah. for and him getting to, like actually yeah. make a coach's challenge and then win it was like okay now we could really show who we actually love it's Bruce yeah.
1: yeah which that it's been said by like anybody talking about the team but that's such a unreal thing to have happen in the NHL, like a, a tearful send off to the coach who you know is going to get fired before his next game, before any sort of official announcement. Like, yeah, it was, I just,
2: I don't know. I, I was just checking. I'm, I'm reading one of the articles right now, the the Boudreaux one. And um, man, it's just like so rough to read the, the high profile player crying in his yeah. office did so you see that
1: let's get into that i guess like the actual firing itself because yeah you wake up on sunday morning and they say bruce boudreau has a meeting at 9 a.m which is funny that somebody leaked that as well you know like was that just uh bruce texting like dolly yeah. wall or whoever or yeah 100%. like someone from in the organization uh yeah. which just shows i guess how like vitriolic it got but uh do you have it like up do you have the quote in front of you seven
2: yeah, uh, let me see here. Um, it was, so it's also like JT, JT Miller, too, uh, sent a nice text, apparently. But yeah, one high profile player came into Boudreaux's office and was crying uncontrollably and audibly as he hugged him in front of assistants. On Sunday, Boudreaux got a slew of texts from his players, including the most beautiful text from the sometimes maligned JT Miller.
1: Yeah, I obviously love Boudreaux, but that whole thing reads as very double, like, Double Trump, Donald Trump to me, like these big, beautiful <laughs> hockey players yeah. they came up to me and they're crying. They sent me the most beautiful text messages they've ever read.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean i I believe that the players yeah like, absolutely. Curtis Curtis Lazar looked like he I mean, he looked so sad, Luke Shen looks sad like, and how long um, they stayed
1: on the ice, yeah. uh, after the game as well, yeah, they
2: clearly I mean, they clearly love Bruce. he's a player's coach, you know, so you feel bad for the players, then there's all the reports in the media that, Oh, the players are not happy at all, which like, of course, why would they be? Yeah. Um, I think an agent said expect like a 25% premium on any future free agents. Um, which I guess like Jim Benning was just doing that anyway. Yeah. So,
1: so like nothing um, much is going to change there. It's, yeah. So what, having slept on it, how do you feel about just the, the overall decision? Like, obviously it was like bungled and how it was done. And uh, that's, like, not how you should treat people at all, especially, like, in business if you're trying to run a successful one. But I think with more sober eyes, like, letting go of Bruce was the probably right move, right? I think
2: it was probably the right move, yeah. I mean, Rutherford wanted to bring his own coach in. The report that's interesting to me was Frank Saravelli saying, he said, I have it on really good authority, crystal clear, impeccable sourcing. They wanted to make this coaching change months ago and weren't given the green light. Uh, and then in, in brackets by ownership. So um, that. So again, once again, ownership is the pr- like. If they fired him in October or November, no one would care. Exactly. You like know?
1: if if th- that's that's exactly what I was thinking. Like if they had just gone and done this the right way that you usually see, uh, I wouldn't have had any problems with it because no. the the team's been awful. Like they played awful defensively, and then like even a lot of Bruce's deployment things, I. Uh, I took yeah, issue not, with
2: Not great. Well
0: actually Chris Chris you watched the game do you think the Canucks uh, looked pretty bad? I would say they look they they looked they didn't look great. I didn't think Edmonton looked great in the game either. I think other than their yeah. other than the McDavid line I thought that they like they were super wasteful with the puck and like so they they allow you know the Canucks controlled the puck in the offensive zone a lot but they just didn't manufacture a lot of uh chances and yeah they And their defense, their defense, is defense so they bad have too they have like a, you know they have maybe one or two good like you know NHL level defensemen, and then it really <laughs> yeah. looks like there's a lot of guys. I mean Myers, I know Stefan loves watching. Oh,
2: Myers! Yeah. I love watching Myers and OEL. Myers, yeah. play. I mean the the McDavid goal was them just getting completely burned. Myers. Is, so, I mean obviously it's McDavid. You're gonna get burned by McDavid. Yeah. but it just looks so bad. Yeah, like, so I
0: I would say that like it's it's really wild to me. Yeah, like to cuz if it's when it's the right thing to do like when all of the like pundits and everyone can agree okay the, the coach has got to go it's like okay this is like an easy w for us as management you know this is like easy for yeah. us to like yeah. score some points here and they managed to fuck that up Like that's, that's, that's wild. Like, you know, that's wild to like get everyone so angry with you. Like the whole city (laughs) is angry with you at like a firing that they agree should have happened. Most of them. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's terrible
1: mismanagement.
2: But I mean that makes sense. The ownership thing makes sense there, if if that's and, what Saravelli uh, is saying. Like, yeah, you know, which obviously sounds
1: exactly like what he's saying, and it yeah. fits with their track record, right? Like they always yeah. have to like win the press conference. The like when they fired Benning and Travis Green thirteen months ago. They trotted out. It
2: feels like five years ago. Yeah, they trotted
1: out Stan Smeal so he could take the heat for like four days before they hired Rutherford officially. And then Boudreaux was waiting right there in the coffers. So like the fact that they're so opposed to having an interim coach and not having like their guy in place, uh, I think doesn't do them any favors at all. Um, Rick Tockett. Yeah, this so guy, I, seems, I think this guy this. seems cool as hell, man.
0: I was reading read yeah. his social media and shit.
1: <laughs> well, which, which, I, I mean, it,
0: it no longer exists. Yeah, that was, yeah. I, was yeah. He said it, I was bummed. It's not, he was yeah. like,
1: I'm only using it as a pro- I was only using it as a promotional tool for TNT and also to fave tweets from 2014 about Miley Cyrus being nude soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, there were some horny faves in there, which, you know,
2: I think you Hoops almost have to... Us almost have to respect that i think like, yeah i mean uh, he's like
1: a 50 year old like yeah former yeah. hockey player like he's uh, gonna there's be two orny. things either
2: he he doesn't know his likes are public, which is definitely possible. Yeah. Or he does and just doesn't care. And either way, it's very funny. Yeah, so I, I, he,
1: I
0: wish his Twitter account was still Somebody cares because but... yeah, otherwise Twitter's account's not there anymore. So somebody... <laughs> well, that's true. I guess
2: now he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: um I liked him as a panelist on TNT. Like before Sportsnet now came and fucked everything up, I would try and watch the TNT broadcast when I could. Just because I like you'd get Ray Ferraro a lot of the time. Uh I liked their bants. Yeah. But in, in the between like periods and shit. Uh so he doesn't strike me as awful like his obviously there's his what 4 2 4 winning percentage over his career as a coach, but it was with maybe the worst franchise ever. It was with the Coyotes before they got new ownership. Yeah. And so is that is like,
0: only is that he's only
1: He he, he also did the Lightning as he well. He did the I think. Lightning also before like they Pivoted when the Lightning were also terrible, like when they were drafting yeah. Victor Hedman. So, at you kind of have to consider what he had to play with there. So I, I'll give him a, the benefit of the doubt before I see, like before I like make a real opinion on it. But it's it's not its fault that management completely fucked up firing Bruce Boudreaux. Yeah, and I think for the like club, it's probably good that they have their guy in there now and they can be more collaborative. Yeah. Cause like how Hoaglander and Pog Colson were treated earlier this year, like how they were deployed, especially Hoaglander would be like first line scores a goal, scratch the next game. Who knows why? Then he's fourth line. And then he's second line. And he's first line again. And he's another scratch. And then he's sent down like it. That's not how you should be developing a, a 21 year old. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes. At practice today, he had some pretty fucking wild lines. I saw those, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just so
2: it's so hard to, I guess, like care about what the team's gonna do the rest of the year. And yeah. I think um so like, you know, try whatever line combos you can with this team, I guess, really. Well, um, what are the lines? I what, think are the what, lines? what are the lines?
1: So it? it's 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 Jack Stadnica with Horvat and Besser. Is yeah. Sheldon Dries with JT Miller and Connor Garland. Uh, Mikheyev, Pedersen, Kuzmenko's together still. I don't know why they wear the third line jerseys when that's clearly not their role. And then Dakota well, Joshua, role, Lazar, and know, Lockwood. I, um,
2: if we don't know what his ice time distribution is going to be, I'm a little worried about it, to be honest.
1: Yeah. But. Well, yes and no. Like, I, I'm happy that Miller isn't going to be playing 24 minutes a night. But I think if they put Pedersen off of the PK, like they were alluding to in the press conference, their PK yeah. is going to get somehow even worse. But
2: Which I don't, uh, yeah. I mean, I think they're actually going to tank the season. It, it does sound like they're yeah. coming out well, and you're saying it. Like,
0: come out and say it, are you? No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would <laughs> be kind of it, funny but if. But you I did. don't think has any team has any team ever come out in anything and be like, yeah, "We're tanking." <laughs> I don't think you're allowed. The closest to suck would ass. be
2: honestly the closest would be when the Leafs. Like hired Brendan Shanahan, and he was like, "These next few years are going to be very painful, but it's going to be worth it." Yeah. Okay, that's or like yeah, you, when, uh, you can't say your when the Rangers you get in trouble, right? Yeah, you can't just explicitly. You probably would get in trouble for saying uh, we're going to try and lose on purpose. Well, <laughs> yeah, I thought you know,
1: the Sabers sure <laughs> signed like forty year old Craig Anderson, mm. that was a pretty good. So you can, sign you can do do it. It, even though he's he, played well this you year, you can
0: do it like yeah. it's, You can sort of say like, "Yo, it's very obvious what we're doing here," but you just can't say it. Yeah.
2: They in the press conference, like they didn't really, they didn't say like, "Oh, we're our goal is to make the playoffs this season." Talk. It was like our goal is like individual player development, which is like, well, cool.
1: yeah, but that's, that's, real, that's, real, that's realism,
0: it, right? Because he, they obviously
1: can't oh, make yeah. the playoffs, really, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's, well, it's in their best interest to tank. So that's yeah. Good. There's no then, chance
2: they'll make the playoffs, but but I but I was legitimately not impressed, but it was like a relief to hear that at least because in the back of my head I was like. I, they, well, Aquilini, at the very least, I'm sure, still thinks they can make the playoffs this year, and there's just no chance. Yeah. Like, what what are the standings right now? How far behind? So, are they?
0: so you, you were worried that he was going to come in and be like, "Yo, we got, we have to grind it. Like,
2: we can, we we can turn, turn this around, and we, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna we can, we're going to win this. Yeah.
0: We can, we can get that last spot, and we can."
1: You know. No, it's now it's like yeah. they're going to play the right way. And uh, one thing I heard today: so they brought him Adam Foote as an assistant coach, and he coached one year for the Kelowna Rockets. Where they played apparently the most boring fucking defensive hockey that anyone's yeah. ever seen. It's Adam and, yeah. and, and yeah, <laughs> well, I forget, I forget who the the prospect was, but they had like a pretty hot like first round draft pick on their team. And apparently a lot of scouts were like worried that his development was going to get fucked up because all the team doing was like banging it a down the boards and dumping it into the zone. Like he wasn't getting like chances to get possession. So I mean, if you do that with this Canucks team, it's just gonna be before Travis Green got fired last year, right? Like yeah. you're not going to be able to win games like that with this personnel. Was it Nolan Foot? Was it his son? No, Nolan Foote? it was Nolan Foot. Um, um, was it? Was like, it? Oh, um,
0: was it Adam? I, was it uh, or Johnny Hand? No, and I and I and by the way, and I'm sorry. I know I know Adam Foot obviously. Um. <laughs> that does Adam does Adam Foot have have like uh, experience? I think I asked you. There's, well, then there's another assistant that they're bringing and a former player, right? S- Sergey Gonchar. 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 Yeah. Gonchar. Yeah. S- I mean, seems I, love, cool. I mean, Gonchar. You know, he's like you were saying, he's a legendary offensive defenseman, and so you know, yeah. shoot him with Quinn Hughes, that's obviously. Be I, I saw
1: someone tweet this earlier, and I agree with it. Like, it's hard not to get like a little bit excited seeing like Sergey Gonchar wearing the retro skate jersey. He looks fucking cool, thing, <laughs> man. He looks Talking cool. to Quinn Hughes, you're like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's There's something about go. like
2: old, older, like retired Russian hockey players where they they just look really yeah. cool. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, but so, I, yeah, that is nice, but. It's but, just like you said. It's just the way that they went around it, right? Like I don't necessarily, so,
0: I don't so, hate the talk. You think you think hiring, like with his, like you think those are good. I mean, yeah, like I was saying, obviously they're like big hockey names, but they aren't necessarily very well proven coaches at the NHL no, level.
2: But I, I, I like. The idea of Gonchar talking yeah. to Hughes, I like the idea. Like, and they are, they're such a horrible defensive team. Like, they're so so mm-hmm. bad defensively. That yeah. um, that I mean, I understand it sucks. Kind of going completely the opposite way instead of run and gun and, and doing like Rick talk at Adam Foot hockey. Like, that's not ideal, obviously. But like, when you look at the goal differential, actually, the goal differential is really funny. So the Canucks are minus twenty nine right now, which is oh, like nice. obviously There's, horrible. Drop. It. Wow. Yeah. There, so they're 2-8 and 0 in their last 10 games. They've lost 3 in a row. Wow. This was well this was what was funny was that this was and we said this many times on the podcast but this was sort of like the part of the schedule where it was like it was basically make or break for the season. Um and they went 2 and 10 I think mm-hmm. in in that 12 game stretch which is like again that's what we want. We want them to lose. We want them yeah. to tank. So it's it's perfect. Uh the goal differential is -29 so very horrible defensively. You know what's funny though? Uh Chris and Aaron, would you guys like to guess what Anaheim's goal differential is?
1: I have it in front it's the, of me, it's the so worst I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna abstain. I, I mean, I'm going to so so So, minutes.
2: Canucks are minus 29, and that's, that's pretty bad. 40, that's like minus 40? Minus 40?
0: Could they possibly
2: be? Uh, Anaheim is minus 86.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> what? I just, like... It's just cuz they've like so the Canucks have let in 183 goals but they've scored 154. Yeah. So they're they're scoring
0: like a decent they, amount. I mean they have some players uh, like like mm-hmm. a, that that top line is is good and fun to watch. Uh, they they yeah. really uh, Yeah,
1: Kuzmenko looked totally. great. Totally. Yeah. Kuzmenko looked Lake He almost
0: flushed. scored that between the yeah. legs. Goals oh, would have so been so dope. sick.
2: But Anaheim has only scored 113 goals this year. So and they've Wolf. allowed uh, 199 It's It's so yeah, wild. So. That's so
0: wild to me. Like I said, I as you guys know, because we talked about it before, but I used to watch, like I was a diehard Canucks fan for a long time. I used to watch back before, yeah. but I have not watched, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge hockey fan anymore. It's just wild to hear that that, you know, like they still, like to me, I thought they were like a, a solid franchise that would, but they're like the worst of the worst now. They're, they're right they're, down there. Like, who's I mean, the perennial? We, who's discussed- the perennial, like worst? I, I know that like Tampa Bay obviously has been, you know, like Colorado. They won last year, right? But who are who is like yeah. the perennial um, terrible
1: teams? I would say say Arizona. Yeah, yeah, those are like the most perennial. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of the same. (laughs) Um, The the Sabres have been bad for a while. Uh, San Jose has been bad for a while. Anaheim's been bad for a while. Anaheim's been bad for a little
2: bit, but they're like, they all seem to have plans. Philadelphia probably is up there too. Philadelphia I think is the most similar to Vancouver in that they just refuse to rebuild ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And and they keep making like win now moves. Mm -hmm. Um, So Philly is up there and they have a similar, their coach is John Tortorella.
0: That. Uh, which is it's like, funny. We were, they were, someone good. was talking about because Bruce Boudreau is so nice, you know, and maybe you guys were saying, like, you know, coaches are nice, like NHL head coaches. And I was thinking in my head about John Tortorello when, when whoever said yeah. that, I was like, that guy is, seems like the least nice guy in the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a bit of a prick. Actually. <laughs> yeah, he seems like yeah. a terrible, terrible guy. <laughs>
2: Where, yeah, whereas Boudreaux is just like this uh, sweet, like teddy bear. Can, can of I a just man, say when I, when I
1: got
0: off the sky train because I I left with Stefan and then Stefan continued on. You yeah. were going somewhere else, mm-hmm. even though we live yeah. close close enough that, by the way, I heard. I mean, you could have just come over to record. I could have. I, I live r- close enough that I literally just heard something on Stefan's like like before I heard like sirens going by, and I heard him on Stefan's first, and then yeah. I actually. Heard them outside of my place right afterwards. Um, <laughs> it was a very weird thing, actually, for me. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, after I was getting off the SkyTrain, uh, wherever that is, you know, it doesn't matter where, I'm not yeah. going to say. But um, there was these guys with a sign, Edmonton Oilers jerseys, and they had like a We Stand With Bruce sign, like a you know poster sign that they're holding. And I was like, yeah, man, they were super drunk, like so drunk. And I was like, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah. they what they did to Bruce, man, that was a fucking, that's a travesty, you know? And then they just fucking right in, you know, they're just like, yeah, that that's fucking absolutely, man, I can't fucking believe that. And then I was like saying, well, like I said to you guys, my, even my parents, and then they were just like, man. Fucking thank you, man. Like I don't know why they said thank you, but they both gave me a big <laughs> hug afterwards. Just the idea of this solidarity and like you know, liking Bruce. It was really, it was. Yeah, he's like the most beloved coach in the it, league. Through the city, that's the whole thing. Like yeah, really. My parents, yeah. both of them, when I said I'm going to the game, like man, what they did, don't watch hockey at all, and they're just like what they yeah. did to that and that man. Oh, you know? I'm sure
2: my mom heard about it too. Like she doesn't pay attention yeah. to hockey at all, and I'm sure she knew it about it. Got if out I asked into her, the people. Like,
0: people. were fucking. Angry angry about it, even non Canucks fans. That's how yeah. much they bungled it.
2: <laughs> it's such a, it's such a fuck up. Like that's why I, so, uh, our fr- I'll say friend of the show, Thomas Drantz, uh, does, he keeps saying like, well, look, the Canucks are not going to be bad enough to like fully tank the rest of the season. Uh, and I think like on paper, I think that's probably true, but the Demco injury sounds like it's going to last longer than previously expected, which again, very good for the tank and also sort of adds fuel to the fire of like, Hey, don't rush, don't rush back into the, yeah, into the game.
1: Easy. You know what I mean? Take your, take as much Feel time as Feel 110%. You why not? That yeah, it, it doesn't totally.
0: matter. It's best to have your number one keeper but really I, feeling 100%, you know? Yes.
1: yes. I, I did um, I did want to talk about like the, the tank because, and the like dead cat bounce of getting a new coach. I don't uh, think it's uh, so going to happen. I, I think it would have probably happened anyways because they have a super soft schedule and Bruce Boudreau like has his reputation for a reason. Like he has six hundred wins because like he's a pretty fucking good coach and can know how to win. So I don't think that Boudreau would have done worse than Rick Tockett over this upcoming schedule, right? No, I who mean are they, the, who, are so they have? who
0: are they?
2: They're playing Chicago. The next three games are Chicago, Seattle. And Columbus. And Seattle's yeah. a good team. Seattle's so like, like legitimately quite so good. So
1: Seattle's Seattle's been good this year, but that's like but also they've the last never beaten the and Canucks in third their history, last so. team in the league. Yeah. And then like there's a fancy stats model done by a Dom LeCision and the Canucks have something like the third easiest schedule out of the rest of the league for like the rest of the season. So that sucks. Uh, yeah. Starting I mean, this I'll, week, so I
2: will say like they at least lost the games they needed to lose for the tank. Like they didn't steal any wins that there was like one or two, but like they they lost the games they needed to lose if they're going to like fully miss the playoffs, fully sell it like import like sell at the deadline. That's the important thing, right? To be mm-hmm. far enough out that they sell at the deadline. Um, but like you were saying, like everyone thinks because when Boudreaux came in, obviously there, there was the Boudreaux bump, right? But that's because he's a player's coach, right? Yeah. Um, I think that has to play a role too, right? Like, Talkett is more like structure and everything and, and that's great.
1: And this team fucking needs it, structure. It was no doubt, really fucking but... funny, man. Is like, Travis Green and, and Rick Tockett are apparently close homies, like yeah. really good friends. And there's been a lot of reporting that he would have talked to Travis Greens a lot. So he knows like what he's walking into here. And then, From like the sound of how he's talking, he just wants to play like Travis Green had the team playing. So do you think like they would have been better off just not doing Boudreau at all, keeping Green with new management, and we would probably just be in the exact same same place they're in today. Yeah, I, I mean they, the would, have done, least, they like, would have
2: done worse last it, it season. Cost, probably. Uh, but.
1: It cost Francesco like five million extra dollars. So that's dope. Yeah, they're paying <laughs> I think like over six million dollars this year
2: for three coaches. That's so insane. That's so funny. Yeah, but to, I mean to have fucked up that it cost bad.
0: fucking twenty two dollars for to get a beer. At the game, <laughs> yeah, but that oh was a big that was a big beer. It was pretty was big, big, I guess. Beer. But Stefan bought a beer and it cost him twenty two dollars. So I mean, these guys yeah. Are, yeah. they're making. I, their, I, their I money got, back. I th- they're raking. I got
1: to right, think yeah. of those like fried donuts with the cinnamon sugar on it. It was eighteen bucks. Yeah, I I, was well, like, these are not was, jokes. These are <laughs> no. I was I was kind of bummed, like, because they have like, a bunch of really cool gear with the the skate shit, and then there's. The Lunar New Year stuff looks really cool too, which is like a rabbit in the skate thing. Their
2: they're jerseys and shit, like all the stuff that you wanna like it looks fucking good, but you don't wanna buy it. You well, know, right I, now. And I was
1: like, man, I spent fucking forty dollars right now on a big beer and some donuts. And I could have like a toque that's gonna last me for years. Maybe the <laughs> rest of my life. Like and it really it went to the same fucking people. They probably got better profit margins off of the donuts. And so before he left yesterday, I was like, I just want oh, to yeah, check the, out. The profit margins on the donuts was like, it's like 17 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I guess I can't eat the hat, but so I, I wanted you to could, like you check could, out the You te- could eat the hat. Don't, don't, yeah. I don't like mm. to hear you talk
0: that way. I bet yeah, if yeah, I so deep fried so so yeah.
1: cinnamon sugar it, it'd be like palatable. At I least. think
0: you could eat it on its own. I, I think you're you're the type of guy who could eat anything, buddy.
1: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: but,
1: um, <laughs> we went to the team's story yesterday. And I wanted to like kind of do it as like a test for myself to see how strong my convictions were on not spending money on the team, and also like if there's something cool that I didn't notice, like maybe I could just get like a fucking sweet sweater, and I didn't. But there's a couple of observations from the team store. Uh, one, as I walked in, two like VPD officers like walked in as well, <laughs> yeah, and they were asking for uh, practice jerseys. Like, do you have what? any practice jerseys cops for sale? Are
0: so, the cops are so fucking stupid. They don't know how to do anything <laughs> properly. can't even buy fucking merchandise
1: properly. And, <laughs> and, uh like, the people working there was like, well, we have, like, the white practice jerseys, and we have some, like, skate practice jerseys. But they are like, very adamant that they wanted green practice jerseys. And they also had, like, the Rick Rippin, like, hockey um was not hockey fights cancer, but the the like mental health ones from Friday. Oh they yeah, had, they had yeah. those ones which are like green practice jerseys, but they didn't want those ones either. And then like they just fucking stood there for fifteen minutes not doing shit as I was like shopping. Um, yeah, sounds like the a other fucking one, which is regular like a, day at the office for them. <laughs> you know, fucking <laughs> standing around doing nothing. <laughs> the other one was they had like a big like skate section right of jerseys. Yeah, and there are four jerseys that I can recall seeing there. There were Pedersen, Hughes, Horvat, and Kuzmenko. Maybe there was a Miller. Maybe there was a Demko. Interesting. But what I thought like stood out to me there is like they're printing a bunch of Kuzmenko jerseys. That that's a. Because they think he's a marketable player, right? And that's what like people want to buy. So I think just based off of seeing that, they are one hundred percent resigning him.
2: I think that's happening for sure. Um, I, th- I mean, it does. He is like a likable,
1: gets- likable
0: player. He's he's, he's good. Very, oh, he's, he's incredibly likable. Very good as well. Like he's fun to watch. Also, you know. Yeah. Very,
2: very fun player. I mean, I, you know, obviously I'd i prefer them to do the proper rebuilding move and sell him for like a first rounder, which would be great. Yep. Um, but clearly that's not gonna happen. How old is he? Um
1: he's twenty-six. He's turning twenty-seven next month. Okay. Yeah. Um his whole so he's like thing at is, the
2: end of his prime, like on paper.
1: Yeah, it's like end of statistical prime, but his first NHL season because he played in the KHL yeah, forever. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a really small sample size. The other thing with Kuzmenko as well is like Will he see regression under Tocket, especially if they're playing yeah. a less wide open like game? So that that'd be like the danger of re-signing him now, right? Like say you do, and he was just he was he's obviously been on a shooting percentage tear. But what if he evens out as like a 50 point score? Then you're in like a, a Connor Garland but worse scenario. And that's another thing with Tocket, uh going off on another tangent. Connor Garland played super well under him his like best seasons were under yeah. Rick tocket so, and it's like clearly a player that he trusts so you might see a little bit of like resurgence from him, which would be good yeah, which I mean that would be he's not been great this season
2: uh I don't know I mean you it, it'll he'll be good for certain players and bad for other players maybe um yeah. but but like I said i I just don't the main reason I don't see a coach bounce happening necessarily. Um, even with the rough schedule, and um, yeah, I, you know, I could be wrong, but it just seems like from all the reports, the players are so upset and like miserable right now, right? Like, it's it, it's just not a good place that they're in. So I don't think they're gonna be, they're not happy right now, right? No. And espe- especially if they trade Horvat too, which I, I, you know, they should. Um, but that's not gonna help either. Horvat and Shen gone. I mean, it's gonna be. I don't know. It's, it's And you think um, they're going
0: to trade They're gonna trade Horvat and get, like, they're going to trade for draft picks. Do you think they're going to do that? Well. Well. <laughs> well
2: that's what they should do, right? Oh, that's what they should do, yeah. 100% that's what they should do. I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> I think, from what it sounds like, they want, like, a basically a blue-chip prospect who's, like, ready to play in the NHL, which is like, okay, that's better than... The alternative, I guess, that's probably like a, a 20-year-old player who's like very good, very very close to being in the NHL maybe, mm-hmm. Um, which is, that's fine. Um, But m- my worry was legitimately that they trade him for like a 26-year-old defenseman or something. Yeah. Which they still could. Which they could but, still do.
1: I, it, yeah. I don't know. Draft pick's like, it's like getting a gift card. Like, it's getting it's like getting cash instead of a gift card, right? Yeah. You'd rather <laughs> the cash. You can fucking spend it anywhere. but hey, you get the player. He's like, yeah, that's, that's the player now. And Yeah. Like just by do like, you uh, pisses me <laughs> off. It's like because you can you can trade draft picks for players too later. Like in the off season, that's that happens all the time. It's way fucking cheaper to do. So why not just like get the asset that's most valuable now and then change it to whatever you want later?
2: Yeah, I mean I. I don't know. We've we've <laughs> just said this so many times. We we've, we've <laughs> been banging the drum for draft picks for so long. It seems like this team is just allergic to acquiring them. But I mean, Chris, you're you're a big Whitecaps fan.
0: That's true. The Vancouver um, Whitecaps another, uh, have season tickets. That's the MLS uh, foot soccer yeah, team. A, another
2: horribly run Vancouver sports Terribly franchise. Terribly
0: run, embarrassing as well. A lot of like uh, awful, awful stuff too. Like in the front I, office, lost to oh, the Calgary Cavalry bad. in twenty
1: nineteen. In the yeah. the Canada Cup or whatever Yeah, we've lost a couple yeah. of
0: times in the I mean I mean honestly the the players are getting better. We've made some good signings and it seemed to be turning the corner but I don't know. It's tough to say.
2: Are they as short-sighted as the Canucks? Would you say? Or it's
0: tough because it's a little bit different the way it works. There's no draft.
2: There are draft picks. There I guess, are, but, but it's not those aren't
0: really the players where you like make up no. the majority. It's majority like Kuzmenko would be a more like you yeah. know that's how people generally acquire pe- uh, players. Like so, I don't know. It's tough to say. And players, they they've sort of changed their focus, which is to try to get younger, good players. That's what they say, at least, and then have them move on, which is like a good MLS model. You bring in a player and then they're like, you know, El- Elmyron, uh, who came in Atlanta and then went on to Newcastle. So like guys who are going to yeah. go to Europe afterwards, you know, um, and it's like a, as a development kind of. So they seem to be trying to do that a bit, but they're the same way now that I think of it where they're like, yeah, that's good. That's our whole focus. That's what we're going to do. And then it's like, well, OK, so you are no, you OK, so that guy's not like that. Okay, so that, that designate you get three designated players that you can spend all yeah. your money on. It's like okay, that guy's like a he's not he's not a guy who's in development. You know, you're just not really doing what you say you're going to do. But I like their designated players. They have these two guys specifically who are like really really good quality players. But I guess the Canucks also have that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh... yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vancouver,
1: yeah, that's
2: Vancouver cool. eh?
0: Vancouver uh, sports. I
2: think it's there's just something in the water here. Um, I did uh before we I just ended, drank I some of the fucking the...
0: water right when you fucking said that. There just took like a sip of it. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I fucked now? God Oh, <laughs> uh, you're
2: fine. You're fine. Uh I do want to shout out the two little kids who were sitting behind us. Mm-hmm. One, yeah, they're they're uh, cute. Uh, yeah. Probably like ten years old each. One of them was uh, an Oilers fan, one was a Canucks fan, and very like very like very knowledgeable yeah, yeah, I would definitely. say, like very into the game. Um and just like very, very funny uh to hear like especially to hear the Oilers fan kid like talking shit about the Canucks and be like basically a hundred percent right. Although I will say the one moment I liked was when I think there was a, a small go Canucks go chant and the Oilers fan kid was like, Oh, it's like such a stupid name. It has like two syllables and then his friend was like well yeah so does Oilers <laughs> Yeah.
1: Absolutely <laughs> he was like no they say go oil go and they don't um, no. They say let's go. No, yeah, I, let's I, I go do need to live. take yeah. down the Canucks fan kid Opeg. He was against trading Bo Horvat. He thought they yeah. should build around Pedersen Horvat and Hughes, which is, the, which is the wrong move, kid. If you've ever looked at aging Sorry, curves kid. in the NHL, yeah. yeah but he, what are you What are you fucking yeah, talking yeah, about? Kid, you got to take a look <laughs> at value. Them. To, to. <laughs> <laughs> <And>
0: this
1: <laughs> kid just like loves a player,
0: like you yeah. know the, the purest way. He just like loves watching him play. Yeah. And just wants <laughs> to keep watching him, and it's like you dumb little fuck. <laughs> yeah, you can't right. lose
1: assets for anything yeah, like, like, for nothing break. in the contemporary
0: <laughs> NHL. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking
2: loser. He's like, it's uh, funny though that, like, that's how Aquilini thinks. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He thinks like a 10 year old kid. Oh, God. I just realized that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would actually trust those kids over Aquilini as yeah. as the team. I, think. Well, I mean, if,
0: give them a if, chance, you know. Um, I, you have to think they would treat workers. I mean, honestly, salary, I remember there was a famous story of, like, an owner. That was, it was just a big fan of the New York Knicks. Uh, her, her name was <laughs> Eddie. And and she was just, like, wild, huge. And she became the owner. And she turned it around um, – you know, pretty successfully. So a lot of people yeah. are gonna know that story. Um as the the great whoopie Goldberg film. Um what was it called? <laughs> I think it's called Eddie, I believe. I think it is just called I think Eddie. I it's yeah. just called Eddie, but let yeah, me, so let me it was it. very successful in that circumstance. So I would say I mean it, it truly couldn't get worse. Right, like, uh, I mean, well, no, no, okay. So here's how it's going to get worse. But they just don't they, they uh, don't make the playoffs, right? Like, I mean, I guess they could be dead, but I mean, there there's no. I think the way it'll get worse is
2: they won't get they won't get lucky in the lottery. But that's kind of a gift. Yeah, like, whatever. That's not like, happen. if they
1: finish low enough, they'll still get a good player. How mm-hmm. it's going to get worse is they're not going to re-sign Pederson. Well, He's a not going to want to play there. It, I think yeah. he'll just want Oh, he, get yeah, because like, fair uh, enough to him as,
0: and people will understand. Even the fans of the Canucks, I feel like, will understand that, right? Like they'll you be like, blame him, right? Yeah, yeah. He wants to yeah. go win, and, and like you know, you're a great hockey player. You want to have a chance to play for something meaningful. You know, It makes sense. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's. I'm reading, a great... I'm
2: reading the plot of Eddie. By the way, this yeah. sounds. This sounds fucking incredible. Yeah,
0: I watched it when I was younger. Most definitely, it was uh, it was a really, really. I mean, it was one of those movies where you are like, "Man, this movie is so good." And you look back, and it's like eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <Yeah. know? laughs> you're like, oh yeah, I was a dumb fucking kid who didn't understand anything about a movie. Just like yeah, those the dumb critical... fucking kids at the game don't understand anything <laughs> about fucking trade assets.
2: <laughs> exactly. The critical consensus was uh, so seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> there you go. Whoopi Goldberg may demonstrate that she can coach a basketball team with the best of them but not even she can whip this dreary script into shape. Oh yeah, sorry. She's also <laughs>
0: she's the coach, not the owner. She's yeah, the coach. she becomes yeah. the coach. Yeah. But but she she coaches the team.
2: I think it comes down to the owner saying like if the Knicks lose this game I'm moving them to St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> and, like <laughs> on, going off of one game.
1: Oh my god. That's like I guess
2: the, I guess that could be a worse ownership situation than uh, than the Canucks. let
1: kind of like the movie Rockstar where where Marky Mark joins Judas Priest basically. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yes, I remember yeah. that's I a
2: Oh, I remember that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. God damn. That's yeah Zach Wilde was in that. Sick movie, man. Movies, um.
2: movies,
0: films, honestly, are great. I mean, as I mentioned before we started here, I am a right when we're finished here, I'm gonna go watch a man called Otto, the new Tom Hanks movie.
2: The Tom Hanks yeah. one. Yeah. Is that supposed to be it's good? Supposed to be
0: or? Stu- I mean, it's supposed it has like 70% or something, but it's supposed to be like one of those really cheesy films. Right. But Ariel and I, my my partner Ariel and I, she we took mushrooms and watched Elvis. That was the first time we took oh, mushrooms. Yeah, to I need it. to see that, and it was like we were laughing hysterically. We ruined the movie for all the old people who were there because we were like laughing whenever <laughs> Tom Hanks came on screen, and so we just thought this is another performance where Tom Hanks is like so funny. Fo- he's like I'm a crotchety old man, you know, and like it's just gonna be fun to sort of laugh at, you know.
2: And we we should, uh, Aaron. Have you seen the Frank D'Angelo movie?
1: Um, the last big okay save. don't let no.
0: oh, oh this would okay I was I was gonna say, don't let him drag you into the, his world <laughs> like this well, I
1: mean, I've so I I mean I've seen the Cheetah Power Surge commercials. That's him. That's yeah. the guy. But he yeah. he
0: he's a he's a feature filmmaker. So
1: they made they made a film based off the commercials. No, no, um, he made a Well, kind he,
2: of because actually the the um, Jersey yeah.
1: the team is sponsored by Cheetah, of course, because it's
0: from uh, an actual it's from an actual uh, charity golf or uh, charity it, uh, hockey tournament. Like so, that's what he does. He would. He would take an event and film a movie around it. Um, he's this guy in Canada who makes. Oh, I'm I'm aware of who he is. Oh, yeah. so like, if
2: any of our listeners don't know, yeah. look up Frank D'Angelo. Yeah, he but does. This movie doesn't make movies. Aaron, you got to watch this movie. So it's about <laughs> it's about a guy. So Frank D'Angelo plays a, a professional, like an NHL goalie, and he essentially signs like um like a Rick DiPietro style contract.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um.
2: So it's like super long term. Signs it in his first year, which is like you know obviously that doesn't.
0: There's a, there's, there's a lot there's of a few uh, Yeah, there's a few yeah, things in the there's movie. There's some plot holes. Yeah. Whoa, is
1: the movie written by those kids behind us at the Canucks game? I mean, I mean honestly, honestly they would yeah. they
0: would be able to do a better script, and that's not a but, joke at all.
1: But in <laughs> his in his first year,
2: uh he does a lot of drugs and, and drinks a lot and like basically ruins his career and is out of the league for like 12 years or whatever. But in the last year of his deal, his team is in the his former team, but he's still under he's still yeah, contracted yeah, yeah. to them. Uh they're in it's game seven of the Stanley Cup finals and both their goalies are injured so they have to bring in Frank for one but it's, last game. but also
0: by the way he's like fifty six years old in it. So it's just like <laughs> yeah. it's like the timing doesn't match up. He's supposed to be like 32 yeah, or something. He doesn't really maybe. But, but also he doesn't he's made and he's playing goal. You
2: see him play goal.
1: Yeah it's so, it, it's not good. to tie it oh. back to the Canucks it'd be like if they hired Travis Green to replace Bruce Boudreau He's still under contract, and actually, he doesn't want to spend money. Exactly. Actually, it'd be more like if they brought Luongo. Yeah, back. if they brought Luongo back right
2: now. But no, except Luongo is like obviously very good and does not have like yeah, a because yeah, abuse they, they filmed um, him
0: actually playing goalie, and he can't actually do it. So oh, it, it's so funny. It's a, but
2: like the the charity game itself, it's like Alexi Yashin is playing, and the funniest part is that like the whole plot revolves around like oh, Frank D'Angelo like steals the game for them, but like they show most of the game like. The The last two thirds of the movie is like the entire game, and they'll just show segments of the game where it's like, Oh, he went like offside. Yeah, or it like it's, like, it's like oh, it's, it's,
0: it's whistled down, it's, and then it's just like some like, yeah. background noise for a while. It's he fucking crazy, get, by but the way. He, he doesn't get to make movies anymore because the billionaire who funded them, him and his wife were murdered, and the killer's still on the loose, and I don't know who. There's a lot of suspects, <laughs> we don't know who did it. We don't know yeah. who did yeah. it, but there's some people who suspect certain suspects in the in the crime. Sure, yeah, not me. Uh, not but me.
2: he he he, <laughs> he is the goalie in it, and uh, it's just very funny seeing him make these like very easy saves. Um, but Alexei Ashton gets a hat trick in like what is supposed to be Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh-huh. So like that's like that's that's the story right there. It's not Frank making like six. Yeah, saves. yeah. It's anyway, the guy it, you gotta wa- Aaron. You should watch it. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah, it sounds good yeah oh it's not
0: <laughs> definitely good. don't
1: watch it by the way yeah uh <laughs> well sound off in the comments uh make sure to leave a a five-star review while you're doing it uh yeah. chris would you like to plug anything Oh, yeah, I'll plug
0: my uh, channel. It's called Not Even a Show. It's uh, on YouTube, and I prank uh, politicians and stuff. On my new episode, I got that guy, George Santos. I got some calls to Todd Starnes about drinking his own piss. I got uh, the weird doctor, Ron (laughs) DeSantis' weird doctor. I had him on a (laughs) fake show, and then I just got scared every time I looked at his face. So, yeah, check it out. Not Even a Show. Does
1: Todd Starnes have me blocked? He probably does. He has like Todd everyone Starnes, in his blocked. Um, I'm
0: pretty sure he is. A, yeah, he's. We call him a quite yes, a bit. I'm blocked. Call him quite a yeah. bit of just about some some piss drinking, you know, reports or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and see. what did it? So yeah, check it out over over there at uh, uh, on on YouTube. It's a great oh. website. You know, got a lot of got <laughs> a lot oh of stuff. Man. On. Hey, yeah. hey, hang on a second. This will be. Well, you've got hockey highlights over there, too, let me tell you. Uh, some some vintage <laughs> highlights. All It doesn't matter. So when you're over there checking out your hockey highlights, uh, check out my not even a show.
1: <laughs> uh, blocked by Todd Starnes in 2012 for tweeting, I want to cover you in poop and pee and flush you down the toilet. Yep. Beautiful. Mm. I think I'm blocked for tweet. something similar. Yeah, Yeah, I think that was like a, a rallying cry back then. I think it was. Yeah. Also, uh, remember that website, clout? Oh, yeah. yeah. I gave him clout on there for the topic toilet seat. Oh, that's really also good. Also hate crimes and racism.
2: That's that's funny you could get clout for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God damn. Twitter used to be so good. Uh, well, Chris, thank you so much for, for coming yeah,
0: on. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Thanks for having and, me, and uh, thanks for taking me to the game. It was a lot of fun. Like you it, was know, it was fun. Was it was a it was Super a good time. shitty atmosphere, yeah. and the team team's <laughs> awful. But it was fun hanging out with you guys. You guys are a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah this was up. <laughs> great. It was, it, it
2: was a good time. Uh thank you to everyone uh who's been subscribing to the Patreon as well. Mm-hmm. Um if you wanna do that and support us, patreon.com slash I hate this team. We have a very active Discord. Uh a lot of you know, it's a good place to go talk during the game, I feel like. Um like I'll be in there over like Canucks Twitter most of the time. Um, so check that out. And then yeah, if we were getting closer to that John Taffer cameo goal, so Uh, Thank you again for everyone who's listening and supporting us. We really do appreciate it.
1: Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.